what do you think of when you think of a geek? Um, I think of video games and comic books and glasses. Glasses? <laughs> Math. Yep. Now, do you think it still has the same connotations or negative connotations that it did before? Or is it becoming more acceptable? Oh, I think it's, it's definitely more acceptable, I would yeah. say. Fashionable or not quite there yet? Uh, it's its own fashion. Yeah? It's not unfashionable, yeah. it's just not. What's the geekiest thing about you as far as that stuff goes? Oh, I'm such a geek. I wanted to be an astronaut, like, recently. <laughs> like, recently. I wanted—I was sure that I was going to be an astronaut. Um, yeah, I want to be a zookeeper. I'm a geek. <laughs> I just am still. A zookeeper? Oh, yeah. Yep. Have you seen, have you seen, we bought a zoo? No, should I? Yeah, it's pretty good. And an astronaut. Yes. Yeah. Can't explain, can't explain that one. What's your favorite sci-fi movie, or do you not into that? I'm not into that really. Super 8 is the only sci-fi movie that I'm aware of. amazing yeah you thought so i did uh, i liked it i liked it too did you i would go ahead and say that it was the best spider-man movie adaptation that there has been uh live action of course because uh, marvel does a wonderful job with their animated films that will set those you know completely aside sure uh andrew garfield great first name great comic with a you know cat <laughs> as a star together yeah. just makes a really wonderful spider-man i just enjoy that you know what is it about spider-man or i guess it's hollywood in general but with the mary jane and or who you know whoever spider-man's love interest you know mary jane and gwen hooking up with the spider-man like those two people like is it because the guy's a superhero and whatever is it just because they have to spend grueling hours together they're about the same age and that's just what people in hollywood do like what you know i would uh I don't know. I don't have really a good answer for that question. Yeah, not, you're not uh, buying into my whole Spider-Man is the most romantic thing in the world. Okay. Uh, well, the new movie. What do you think about the uh, decision to go back to the uh, mechanical web shooters? I really liked that. Uh, brought a lot of the, the classic comic book. I'm glad they went back to Gwen Stacy, too. I'd like to see where they take that and uh, you know where that falls. Yeah, and I, I liked it. Uh, I liked the way they did it it wasn't like he just randomly was oh i'm an amazing and i threw together some super awesome web shooters allowed me to swing across rough yeah, house in new york because if he could do that why is he even in high school i, I mean, mean he's not you know the super smartest you know he bought the stuff he just right. you know, had access to you know make other stuff with that product you do know? you think that the spider-man movies i mean now that we've seen that obviously i mean i that they can do marvel can do period pieces they did captain america that was you know, wonderful the, yeah you like that yeah. too do you think that Spider-Man would have been okay to have done that like it took place in the 60s, like the original Ditko stuff? I don't know. I don't really know a lot about the Spider-Man, you know, pre, you know, 19, late 80s. Well, I mean, basically, but, uh, Peter Parker was white button-down, red bow tie, green sweater vest, and his spec glasses. He had a flat top. He was about as big around as a broomstick. And what about Emma Stone as the Gwen Stacy? You said you liked the character, but did you like... You like her? I think the... she did a great job as uh, Gwen Stacy. I don't know. She just, you know, seemed better for the role than uh, than uh, what's her face was the the redhead Mary Jane. I don't remember Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, more believable for her role. Okay. You know. What did you think about Dennis Leary as the Captain Stacy? You know, or... I thought he did a pretty good job. It was nice to see Dennis Leary return to something that's not Ice Age related. No, I I thought that uh, Dennis Leary, you know, as you know. Captain Stacy was pretty good. It was interesting how uh, in the movie they switched some stuff from the comics, where the resentment that uh, you know Gwen feels towards Spider-Man after uh, you know I don't know comics spoilers movie's been out you know after after he dies uh, in the comics she was pissed at Spider-Man for it but you know is that what I you're talking about? They had to romanticize it. Is that what you're what were you saying earlier about uh, romantic Spider-Man? Oh, just, well, I mean, you know, like whether it was just Hollywood in general or Spider-Man franchise that brings these, like, young stars together, like, why can't they make a movie together without, is it because they have to spend so much time together and whatever, or do you think that it's the source material that kind of seeing him in the heroic role and she's playing a strong but needs rescuing, you know? Or are they, are those two dating in real life? 
Andrew Garfield. I don't know. I saw something on Yahoo that said they bought a house together, so I'm going to oh, guess. okay. They're, know. you know. What about uh, the lizard? What's I, his name? Reese Efons or whatever? Sure. That Yeah. Of Little Nicky fame. Yeah, the peppermint schnapps drinking. No, I thought he was pretty good. I wished his his snout could have been bigger. You know, I had watched that. I thought the exact same thing. Uh, when I was watching that, I thought, you know, all of this trouble to make this CGI guy and... Why not have that big, long snout? You know, he's going to go ahead and spread like a toxin over the city. It's not the first time that's been done, but it was a great story to be told. In it. He looked like a slightly more reptilian version of the abomination, the Tim Roth monster in the Ed Norton Hulk movie. CGI. Fleshy kind yeah. of look, you know. That's the other thing. Why didn't they just make him green? Green as hell. He should have looked like a damn chameleon or something, you know what I mean? If you're going to make the Amazing Spider-Man... Yeah, his pants would so have to colorful. be purple, but I see what you're saying. Just torn lab coat, big... But, yeah, the extended snout, I mean, I sure. did like that they did have the torn lab coat, like, in, like, three different scenes, but it just, like, slithers out of it right away. If he would have just kept it on, I feel that would have been... That would have even upped it a little you bit. You know, one of the reasons I like the, uh, the lizard so much as the first character is because I'm really hoping that one of my favorite Spider-Man villains of all time, the Scorpion comes in later and hopefully it's the same thing he's somehow fused to a metal thing that's uh, somehow based on the biology of the lizard character you know what i mean with the you know he uses his to scorpion would be good yeah but originally you know the comics it was like jay jonah jameson paid he paid matt gargan to become the scorpion or whatever what about the vulture how would you feel about i don't know it's spider-man beating up a geriatric guy in a flying <laughs> suit you know what i mean like and, and he basically yeah. looks like a vulture he's like a white poofy neck collar i mean they have done some meaner tougher looking versions but it's still a guy based on a bird i mean you know other than the dark phoenix i'm not really sure there are too many bird characters that anybody's like oh my god i gotta go toe to toe with superman you know what i mean like that just doesn't i would like to see a, a nice uh spider-man gangster type film with uh where he takes on the kingpin or something but i feel that would be spider-man yeah there's lots of i mean i think i mean i don't like i know daredevil and punisher are both you know Hasn't Punisher oh, yeah, well, the Kingpin is just a New York villain. Now, I'm not sure. I think the Kingpin was introduced in Spider-Man, but, again, I would like I'm not sure off the top of my head uh, if it wasn't. It was. could have been Daredevil. Like... It's bigger Daredevil canon-type thing, but I think he might have actually started in Spider-Man. I would like to see him in a Spider-Man movie, like the direction that would take with just back alley fighting with people with... I don't know. You could do your period piece with that. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, there was no timeline. Kingpin back then. Like, the Kingpin, timeline. I'm pretty sure, was came around in the 70s for sure. What would be the explanation before somebody getting spider powers back then? I don't know. Werewolves. Like, you know, like the same principle. I'm werewolves. not saying werewolves. I'm saying were spiders. Were spider. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. Man, it's, that would be, you know what? That would be a badass thing if you stayed human size and mass and were a spider. Because spiders are light comparative to our frame and whatever. So if you kept the same mass, my God, a spider. You're, that would be you would be huge, a huge spider. If I saw a spider the size of this table, I would probably wet myself and pass out. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I you know everybody thinks they're tough, but you see something that's that crazy. Yeah. And I mean, even though I'm one of those people that looks for that stuff, you know, what I mean, like I, I want to see, you know, I, I want to believe, uh, you know. It's a train wreck effect. You want to look, but you you know you don't. Train want to wreck, look. like staying on Spider-Man topic. Yeah. Oh, whatever. That's pretty good. The, Martin uh, Sheen was pretty good as... Oh, Martin Sheen as Uncle Ben. Yeah, pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, uh, who is better? Cliff Robertson or uh, Martin Sheen as Uncle Ben? I'd, I'd, say, uh, I'd say Martin Sheen was. And because, you uh, and you, I mean, do you say that because of the character, uh, the way that Sheen played it, or the... The way that the, both... It was uh, written. The I way mean, it was written. I'll give it to that. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I like the more, uh, you know, emotional approach that they brought with the, you know, the voicemail that he gets and, you know, plays it back at the end. Yeah, don't you think it's weird that, like, even though I love all the things that they did to bring it back to the comic book, like the mechanical web shooters and it's Gwen Stacy first instead of, you know, Mary Jane Watson, which I can guarantee, oh, I mean, I I can't guarantee anything. I'm nobody, but I'm saying yeah. if I was doing things, the way they, you're probably going to see this is that the end of the second movie... You're gonna see Mary You get Jane. the big reveal just like at the end of the comic. I feel like that that's that going they're gonna use that probably. But why not like why couldn't they keep everything that was true to the comics? You know, they changed this, changed that. It's like, well, we're gonna give in the mechanical web shooters, but we're gonna overlook the whole wrestling thing and the 
selfish, letting the guy get away. Because that, in the first movie, that is perfect. It's exactly the way that, it's exactly the way the Steve Ditko comic book goes. You know yeah. what I mean? He's, thinks he's going to make money wrestling so he can buy a car to impress somebody. I mean, it's, it's perfect. I, don't, I just don't get why they can't mesh that stuff and just, let's just take exactly what happens and update it for 2000-whatever. Or, like I said, do you think Spider-Man would work as a period piece or something that took place in the 60s? It could you know, be done. I think it could be done. It would depend who you know who you have to direct it, who would who would write it, and who you'd have even. Well, who would you have? Hmm, that is a good question. One that I might have to ponder for a bit. What's the first thing that comes to your head? Like, uh, you know, if you're if somebody's like uh, Andy Cork, here's two hundred million dollars, make a Spider-Man movie. You hire a writer slash director. Writer slash director. I don't know, one or the other. Uh, director both. Sam Mendes. Who is? I believe that I don't even know if that's his name. It's the. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, I think it uh, did a way we go. I believe. I don't know. I feel that that could be done in a '60s action adventure. I think if I was gonna hire somebody to direct Spider-Man, I would hire a New York director. Not that I want to see Woody Allen, you know, doing Spider-Man necessarily, but maybe Scorsese. I don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I, how could that be bad? You know what I mean? Uh, but I mean, well, there are a million ways, I guess. But you know, at one point in that, in a Scorsese, you know, Spider-Man, he would just be looking in the mirror, talking to himself, shooting the webs. Well, why not? I mean, that's that's the other weird thing about those early comics is he was such a nerd, and he gets these spider powers, and he puts that mask on, and all of a sudden he's wisecracking. You know what I mean? Which yeah. would surefire way for him one week ago to have just been put in the hospital you know he puts that mask on and he's hey 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 flipping around and i mean that would be fun i'd enjoy that just a personal thing of mine but do you think that the one scene where he's like the car thief and he's shooting the webs do you think that went on a little too long and was a little too like oh you you know do you think there was a little bit too much of like a forced thing there like i just felt like that went on too long a couple quick shots and then a blah 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 and would have been fine. That whole little scene, I think, was... With the cop? Like, when the cop gets there or before the cop gets before there? Before the cop gets there, I okay. think, maybe. And even... Was that even important for the cop to show up then, I guess? Now, I'm thinking... Maybe I need to watch it again, I mean, but... I think, really, the cop is just there to, you know... So it would be known that they're after him as well. They think he's a threat. I don't know. It it kind of... I guess it did. Like... Yeah, but he easily could have just... It was fun. Jumped away, and then they're like, oh, man, I don't have a clear shot. You know what I mean? Like, that's all it takes, right? You know, it was it was really funny at first when he's, like, you know, just shuts the door on him a couple times, like you said, you know. But then, I don't know, the scene just gets a little oh, more Oh, no, serious. I like I like everything up to the part where he's got the guy... It seems to go on a little too long and be kind of like, now he looks like he's got an audience and you know, or something. It just had a weird feel to it. It wasn't that. Spider-Man is like on the fly making these comments. Not, now that I have you tied up, let me tell you a story. You know what I mean? And then just happens to talk long enough that he's like, oh, my God, the cops. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But, that, but really, other than that right there, that one scene, I can't think of anything I didn't like about that movie, really. Oh, well, I mean, we did talk about the, uh, the snout problem. preferred length of the snout of the lizard, but... What can you do? Can't win them all. It's, no, well, I'm just glad they're making close. more movies, which so. we'll always see a Spider-Man movie every so many years because Sony doesn't make one, they lose the rights, and there's no way they want to give it back to Marvel. Yeah. God don't forbid we see an actual, that. you know, because I don't know how they would do it, but they, they pulled off Captain America, and man, I was as good as the stuff before, you know, just Iron Man was, which I was never a big Iron Man fan, but... Yeah. As good as Iron Man was, I thought, oh, and I can't wait. how are they going to do Captain America and not make it just suck? You know, and it was great. And I can't wait I for. Really uh, liked it a lot. I can't wait for the second one. You know, Winter Soldier. It's going to be in it. It's going to be fun. What does the word geek mean to you? Somebody who's just very interested in technology or or just has a passion about something. I guess I think you can be a geek about anything. Do you think it has the same negative connotations that it used to? Um, well, now it's like cool to be a geek, though. So it's the geeks are becoming a little more acceptable. You think yeah. the geek and the words geek and nerd are interchangeable? Or are they different, totally different things? I don't know. I think I think of two different things when I hear those words. I mean, when I think of a nerd, it's it's somebody smart, but intellectually smart. And I, and I don't think that way when I think of the word geek. 
Okay, what about you? Are you? Is there? What's the geekiest thing about you? Geeky, that's a great question. The geeky, right now my glasses, I can't <laughs> keep them on my face. But um, the geekiest thing about me, I don't know, I'm very interested in, in documentaries, so I'll probably watch any documentary you can put in front of me. The best documentary I've ever seen is ha it's called Happy. And okay. it's about what makes people happy, so. Streaming on Netflix. Yeah, it is on Netflix, yeah. Great, and then what about, uh, like geeks in general, if a guy's kind of geeky or whatever, is that, is that, I mean, I don't know, girls like geeky guys or is that? I think you got to find somebody who has the same geekiness as you. Find somebody who has the same geekiness as you. Find somebody who has the same geekiness as you. Find somebody who has the same geekiness as you. Find somebody who has the same geekiness as you. All right, so I am Brent Hudson with Jordan Calder and Andy Cork. And we are talking about video games based on movies, movies based on video games in general, just the way the two things cross over. And how a lot of them are bad. Subjective, but yeah, I think we can all agree that for the most part, there aren't many Oscar-nominated movies that have anything to do with video games. Now, there are obviously video games based on Oscar-nominated and winning movies, Lord of the Rings, yes. obviously being one of those. You guys, either one of you guys have a, a favorite video game movie or movie based on a video game or whatever? Not really. No. I, I, yeah, I, the only one that really is, is close to me is just uh, from growing up. I, for some reason, really liked the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's a terrible thing to admit, but it's true. I, I really did like that movie. Well, incidentally, you know, that was the first, well, at least American movie, oh. based on a video game, mm -hmm. uh, Super Mario Brothers. And that, that obviously led to a huge yeah. landslide of which, why? I'm not sure how that led the way, you know blazing the trail when it wasn't well received by fans or critics either one and it doesn't no. <laughs> I mean if you go back and watch it now it's like watching some kind of weird acid trip or something weird to know that John Leguizamo had a career after that movie I mean he right. was, was that one of the first things he yeah. did maybe huh mm -hmm. yeah. it's just crazy that, like Dennis Hopper's in it yeah. You know Bob Hoskins I mean those guys are they're real actors <laughs> you know what I mean so yeah, let's just kind of run down. Like, what's do you think? What's the worst? What's uh, the worst of the worst? Street Fighter. Yeah. Pretty Street bad. The Double Dragon bad. movie was pretty vomitous. I didn't, yeah. I didn't catch that one. Yeah, Double Dragon. Robert was Patrick from T two is in it. Uh, Scott Wolf. Of okay. Party of Five fame. Yeah. And uh, some other dude. I don't know. <laughs> Let's see what else. Like Doom. I'm a fan of Doom. I, I realize it's not a great movie, but you know, I, obviously anybody that has been listening to any of this knows that our taste in movies is leans toward the action, adventure, violent kind of thing. I liked Doom. I thought, I mean, obviously, you know, there's some cheesy acting in it, but I love Carl Urban. I don't know that Carl Urban's done anything I didn't like. Yeah, there's one movie that I didn't really, you know, not exactly hate, but I didn't, you know, love it either, but Tron? Yeah, I thought it was pretty, pretty good. I mean, it's hard to, you know, make a movie based on a game that's all about just the, you know, racing with the Right, well, Tron, I think, made a lot more sense when the original came out. Nobody really knew much about computers, not like, I mean, you know, a few kids had computers back then, but not, it wasn't, you know, those you know, TRS-80s from Radio Shack or whatever, you know, yeah. nothing close to what we do now. Say Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat's the worst? No, the yeah. best. The best. <laughs> because you have Christopher yeah. Lambert. He's great. Okay. And uh, haven't seen all of them, but I don't know. Super Mario <laughs> was not the good best. Street Ooh, Fighter. Cheesy. Street Fighter was bad. Wing Commander, the movie with Freddie Prince Jr. and what, Matthew Lillard. Oh, yes. Yeah, now I do remember that. Yeah, not that great. I like Matthew Lillard, you know, SLC Punk. I haven't seen House of the Dead or Alone in the Dark. I'd seen House of the Dead. It was not good. Well, Fred, you have the list. I mean... We talked about a few of these already. The first four, five. Super Mario Brothers was the first one. Uh, Double Dragon was the second yeah. movie based on video game ever. Then Street Fighter. Jean-Claude Van Damme. I'm going to go up river. <laughs> stick my boot up Bison's ass. <laughs> And then we have Mortal Save Kombat, the Mortal Kombat that you referenced, and yeah. then uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation came out right after that. And then Wing Commander, your favorite, I guess. And then we have Laura Croft Tomb Raider. I think we can agree that that was a pretty well done. It was a pretty good movie. I mean, it's good for what it was. Uh, yeah. I mean, it had decent casting. Yeah, Angelina Jolie. I mean, that, that was that was probably. Wouldn't you say that was probably right around the, the height of her? I mean, she's still popular and garners a lot of money to do parts, but that was the height of everybody thinking she was awesome. Yeah, that you know, was kind of before in, she just started adopting kids like Right, she was that. getting ready to kick Sling Blade to the slot side and, yeah. you know, crash Brad Pitt's marriage or whatever. And 
I think that was her. That was when she was could have done whatever she wanted, and people would have ate it and liked it. Uh, Final Fantasy: Spirits Within. Eh, it was a computer-generated movie that was just like a big cutscene to me. You know, it was a disappointment for me. I was, I don't know. I loved the Final Fantasy games. All of them. A lot of money though. Um, oh, that's the budget. They're much. <laughs> yeah, that was a budget. It did. Right. It yeah, it cost 137 million to make, and it made about 85 million. So like, I expected that's there to loss. be. I expected there to be more in common with all the games that I, you know, played as a kid. Oh, the only thing was like, there's a character named Sid in the movie, and there's like characters named Sid in all of them. That was that was about it. That's where the you know similarities stopped, and it was just. Not that great. All right. Yeah, I never really played Final Fantasy games. I just didn't get into it. And I don't know. Final Fantasy was one of those things to me that it almost became like a Dave Matthews Band thing. I didn't listen to it, didn't listen to it, and by the time I was ready to sit down and listen to it, the fans had turned me off of it because they were all coming all over themselves about it, you know? Yeah. Final Fantasy was kind of one of those things. It's like you either got it and got into it, or you didn't, and I, I didn't. Next up in the chronological thing here is uh, Resident Evil. The yeah. first Resident Evil movie. The first one, I think, was good, but they really lost their way in the, that series. Just kind of, I guess, how Resident Evil actually did in the video game world. They eventually lost their way as well, so might as well stay true to the series. I remember watching the second Resident Evil in uh, theaters and just yeah. laughing. There's, there's this one scene where... I remember they, laughing at people that paid money to see that in the theaters. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's this one scene where uh, the girl's, like, infected on top of the roof, and he's like goes to get her to try and stop. You know, she's gonna jump or something. And she just, she jumps off the roof and he runs over and looks. It's like a 20-story building. She's already on the ground in like a matter of just seconds. Uh, just uh, put together poorly. Oh, yeah. There wasn't much, was, I think, thought process put into those movies after a certain period. And it, it really, I don't know, I think it probably hurt their series a lot just by continuing to just keep trying to pump the movies out even though the story was just probably dead in the water after that, the first one. I agree. I think the first one did a good job of... Well, they did a good job. The pacing was very similar to the game. Yeah. Where you're kind of... You're, you're trying to... You're figuring stuff out, and then boom, something's in your face. And I love those. The first two Resident Evil games are just awesome. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So much fun to play, and that was the, to me, that was the beginning of the horror genre in video games. I mean, because that game was like an action-adventure thing, and then boom, the shit is busting through windows, coming after you. It would, it's, I was 25 when that came out, it scared the shit out of me to play, you know, with all the lights off, and I mean, it, ah, you know, you'd scream and jump because it was scary. Then we have the, the Laura Croft sequel, House of the Dead. Did you see that movie? Yeah, I did see it. I, I was not impressed with it. As a, a zombie fan, too, I just, I felt like the acting was terrible. Who made that movie, by the way? Uh, it does, uh, I don't know. I don't have that information in uh, front of me. I feel like it was a direct to sci-fi release, and that's probably what her chances are. Maybe it was this, one of the sequels. I don't know. I feel like they could have done better. That was I mean, that too. Oh yeah, I'm thinking of House of the Dead 2, but terrible movie, House of the Dead 2. Uh, House of the Dead, I'm sure, was probably not, you know, they that good. It was a good game. I mean, I thought the game was Maybe good, but I liked the game. I don't know why. It's like, uh, it's like the comic book movies, you know? I don't know why they can't just keep everything that was in those games and just expound on it or do it, flesh it out more. I don't know. Uh, then we have the Resident Evil Apocalypse. Uh, like you said, that starts to fall apart there. Incidentally, before I forget it, I did finally just realize that there's another, you know, I was bashing on Nicolas Cage because his movie Deadfall received a 0% Rotten Tomatoes score. Double Dragon, if you'll note, also received 0%. Okay, anyway, back on the list, uh, Alone in the Dark. You mentioned this a minute ago, I think, right? The one you guys were talking about. I said how I did it. Right. Then comes Doom. I was a fan of Doom. Uh, fan of Carl Urban in general. Uh, yeah, it didn't do well. And I, I'm not saying that it's, you know, it didn't make my top maybe 100 movies, but I enjoy it, at, you know, just as a sit down and watch stuff blow up kind of thing. Yeah. You know, Blood Rain. Next. I did not see that. I heard so many terrible things about it that scared me away. It, to me, it was just kind of like the game. It, the game really didn't... I couldn't get into it because it didn't really seem to have an identity or know what it was trying to do. To me, I mean, and I'm sure the people will argue that, but... And the, the movie seemed the same way. It just kind of disjointed bunch of ideas that they threw together because they thought it would be cool. Uh, that's mm -hmm. just weird. Silent Hill was the next movie made. I totally forgot about that. I really enjoyed that movie. I did too. I haven't seen it. And incidentally, it's yeah, one of the few crazy. movies. Do you have it? I do not have it. Oh, but okay. uh, few I movies on this it. list that, uh, other than you know, Resident Evil was thirty-three million to make. They made one hundred two million dollars. One two point four. Uh, Silent Hill 
cost fifty million to make, and they made just under a hundred million dollars. That's yeah, that's good. Good, good for a video game movie. Apparently, that, the sequel did not hold up very well. No, the newest one that just came yeah, out recently. I think it uh, looks, Rotten Tomatoes. The, the cover really looks so cool. I, I haven't <laughs> seen it yet. Yeah, I think they gave it uh, in the lower, of, I think under twenty percent. All right, next we have in 2006, DOA, Dead or Alive. I mean, I played that game, but I had no idea there was a movie made. Did you? I, I guess that tells us all we need to know. Eric it Roberts made, was in it. it. Oh, geez, is that true? Yeah. Well, now we know why it only made one-third of the money that it cost to make it. $21 million budget. The box office brought in $7.5 million. I don't think they'll be making a sequel to that. It's just weird that that man was in that movie. He was in a Michael Jackson comedy called like Miss Castaway. It's like a mix between like Castaway, Jurassic Park. Did you say um, Michael Jackson? Yeah, Michael Jackson was also in this movie. But Eric Roberts and the uh, the little dorky kid from the Dick Van Dyke murder show, Diagnosis Murder. The what? Li- the little dorky guy. He was like the main character. Oh, I forgot Dick Van Dyke had another TV show when he was like eighty. <laughs> uh, he was, uh, I got you. Uh, okay. But it was like that kid and Eric Roberts were like the main two people. This is a what movie? Miss Castaway with Michael Jackson also in it. Like, Miss Agent Castaway. MJ is who Michael Jackson plays. There's also make fun of, like... Captain EO2. Lost. And it's not based on a video game, though, right? No. Okay. No, no. I'm just saying Eric... I'm talking <laughs> Eric about Eric Roberts. Roberts. Okay, I don't want to... He wanna, was in that. He was I don't want to stop you on Eric Roberts. Okay. But then he was in The Dark Knight. It's just weird that he can be right. in such shitty things. And then, and then such awesome things, too. That's true. He's kind of like that. Eric Roberts is like the poor man's Nicolas Cage. You know what I mean? Yeah. His good stuff outweighs his bad stuff, but not enough to put him at 50% like Nicolas Cage. It's more like 40%, 38 I don't know. Uh, next we have Postal. I'm ashamed to admit, I don't know about the game or the movie. I never even heard of this. Do you no. know what that is? Uh, I assume it's about shooting people. I mean, when I think of Postal, like I think of going Postal, yeah, you walk into work and, you know. No, man. Yeah, I think it's uh, just all about mailman just uh, finally losing his shit, going postal on people. Okay, uh, well, it, yeah, it whatever. Like it That's, did well. I never heard of it, so well, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 8%. I can't oh, imagine eight? doing that well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then the Resident Evil Extinction, eh, whatever. See, what baffles me about that list is after the the first one on Resident Evil, they they keep doing even better and better on their generating money. Yeah it's, yeah, it's crazy. The fans are just like, they really want to believe that it's going to keep getting better. Yeah, that's true. The first movie made, I don't know, you know, roughly $70 million. The second movie made about $80 million. And Resident Evil Extinction made $100 million. It cost $45 million to make. They made $147.7 I don't understand the the gradual increase. It should be decreasing. As as the quality of the movies go down, you know, but I think... I don't know. Yeah, that that was uh, that is weird. You know, the general public seems yeah, to exactly. disagree with us, so maybe we don't know what we're talking about. Oh. I don't know. Next up is Hitman, two thousand seven. Now, the movie was okay, and I don't want to bash on it too much, but it was a real disappointment for me because it, you guys may or may not know, I really like the Hitman games. They're one of my favorite video games, and I love Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, he's really. You know, a Justified. Have you seen this show? Oh, it's so good. Have the Tim first Oliphant. season. Oh, you do. do. Look at you. But yeah, and but the movie, I thought, just, again, they, they kind of got away from some of the things. Like, why didn't they... The story in that game is good. I don't know why they didn't just that basic story and just run with it. I, I, don't, I don't get why they changed it around like they did. It was good, but it just wasn't... It was a big disappointment to me because I had really high hopes for it, and I should know better by now with the video game thing. Yeah. I just have a prejudice pretty much against most most of these video game movie adaptations. Yeah, I think at the end of this show we might all feel a little more sour about the whole thing. The next is In the Name of the King, a Dungeon Siege tale. I know Jason Statham's in it, Ray Liotta, Matthew Lillard, things that you would really enjoy, but... And I see Chase, <laughs> he liked this movie and recommended it to me on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And he was like, the acting's really good and something else, but it really, I just, I couldn't. Even I didn't make it through it, which I probably in another state of mind I might have enjoyed it more, but I just didn't. It just didn't do anything for me. Uh, next is Far Cry. I did not know they made a movie. Far I Cry. didn't either. Apparently, yeah, neither did anybody else. Uh, yeah. The movie cost thirty million dollars to make, and it made seven hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars. Didn't even make a million dollars. So now that even means it was, 
right? Now, some of these, though, I would be interested in, I'd be interested in seeking that out. Because some of these, you have to wonder if the reason they did so poorly and we never heard of them is because of the distribution. And, that's, you know, there are great movies that fell prey to that, Boondock Saints, yeah. you know, which it hasn't held up maybe as well as some other movies. But, man, cult classic. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the great movie. I mean, and again, the sequel... I don't know about that. I avoided it. Yeah, it's, well, it's probably for the best. Uh, Max Payne. Max Payne. Mm, I watched it in theaters. Oh. Well, uh, I mean, aren't you like the <laughs> president of the local chapter, of the Marky Mark fan club, or something? No, no. I thought it would make a good date movie. It, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Max Payne would make a great date movie. Okay, well, maybe right. Yeah. It's all about him going searching out for his wife and all that shit. It was okay. <laughs> I did like the scenes where they, did the, we didn't pay attention. where they did the bullet time or whatever, where he's yeah. in slow motion. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. But how many times have we seen that since the Matrix came out? I mean, you know, it's, yeah, at exactly. that point it wasn't it's been that, overplayed. At that point, yeah, you think they would have tried to come up with something a little different, and maybe they did. And I'm just shitting on them, but I'm, I don't recall anything really outstanding about that movie. Uh, it did okay. The, it, the it more than doubled what it was. It more than doubled what its budget was, but I don't think. Good for it. I think they were expecting it to do considerably better. Next, the Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li. I did not see that one. I've, I missed that one. I did see that one. It's got the uh, blanking on her name, but the girl Kirsten Crock or whatever, uh, Smallville. She plays Lana Lang. Kristen yeah, Crock oh, or yeah. Kirsten. Crocker, whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, She's yeah. in the new Beauty and the Beast TV show now, I guess. I didn't know that, but I do recall mm-hmm. seeing things for the movie. It's pretty It's pretty good. It's way better than the Jean-Claude Van Damme Street Fighter movie. It only cost $50,000. Oh, $50 million. Okay. Jeez, and it only made twelve. That's just not good. Uh, next is the Tekken movie. Did any of you guys see this? I did not. It wasn't good. I got really excited when I saw the preview, and I really haven't sat through the whole movie yet, but I, some people told me that it's just way too much character development that doesn't really match up with the stories from the video game and then not enough fighting and showing their styles, which that's what it's all about. It should basically be a martial arts tournament movie yes. with some story. The character development can take place in the beginning, the middle, and the end. You know what I mean? The rest of it is all just different fighting styles and awesome fight scenes and, you know, people... I don't know. Yeah, at least in Mortal Kombat, they would, if they have conversations, they would interrupt them with fights and then just, you know... I love used to fighting again. <laughs> the Mortal Kombat movie. I don't, I don't know. It was. I, I do stand by that. I'd say that is the best. Okay. Of these, because just because. Well, hold on, we're almost done. Next, oh, Prince of Persia. Saw it. Uh, I. <laughs> okay. Well, the, the fact that uh, what you have to say about it is I saw it, I and saw that's it. it means that uh, it's, you probably didn't. It was. Like it, it was like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean replaced water with sand, and equally that. shitty plot. All right. I mean, who was it? What? What was his name? Uh, Jake. Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Whatever. Him and his sister can suck it. I don't like either one of them. Donnie Darko was good. Like I didn't know somebody was going to say that. Donnie Darko was a good movie. Bubble Boy was where it was. (laughs) Again, yeah, like Travolta. I love Travolta in The Boy in the Plastic Bubble, and I like Gyllenhaal in Bubble Boy. I don't take him seriously as a badass and Jarhead or was. Source was it him code. that was in that brother movie with Tobey Maguire also, yeah. or no? Did you watch Source Code, though? I heard that was really good. No, I did not watch Source Code. Yeah, okay, well. That, that was, <laughs> if you would like to recommend it, I would definitely watch it. But if you're, if you're going to you gonna go out on a limb and recommend no. it to me, because, you know, See, I take these things poorly. This is a Jones recommendation. <laughs> when I get poor recommendations, I don't take uh, it well. Prince of Persia? Uh, no, uh, Source Code. Okay. Did we're, you we're see Prince of Persia? But, yeah, I did see Prince of Persia. I thought it was an okay movie. I mean, I didn't like it and I didn't hate it. I was on the fence about it. Well, and that to me, if, if you don't have any feelings about it at all, that just, to me, means it's probably a bad movie. I mean, it's, it's there are movies that are good movies that I hate and movies that I love, but if you don't have any feelings about it, it's probably not good. Ben King. Ben King's I know, I was looking at that too. Uh, let's just round out the list here. At the end, we have the, the last two Resident Evil movies. Uh-huh. They came out two years apart, one in September 10, one in September 12, Afterlife and Retribution. And again, like Jordan said, these movies just keep making more money. Now, they actually had a drop-off between those two. But Afterlife only cost $60 million to make, and I'm pretty sure that's... They all cost about the same. They made the first one for $33 million. Okay. Uh, after that, forty-five, and then they went up to sixty million dollar budget. But that movie made almost three hundred million dollars. Yeah, and I would have to say that I haven't seen Retribution, 
But Afterlife, definitely the worst of those first three oh, movies, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to sit through. It is. You know, and I like Mila Jovovich. Yeah, there's a lot of actors in the movie. You know, I did like uh, the guy that plays Tig on Sons of Anarchy was in that movie. Big fan of his work. I think he's got, like, a, a girl's name, like Kim Coates or something. Definitely. Okay. I do like him. And, you know, that... But he was he's so terrible in that movie. Awful. Just awful. The bad acting? It just, yeah, terrible acting. And also... I don't know who the fuck it was that the guy played Chris Redfield in the movie. I think it was uh, the guy from Prison Break, maybe. Whoa. Which? The main guy? Michael? I'm, or his brother's monkey so brother? Dominic Purcell. Dom. Yeah. I don't know which one it was. I've never watched Prison Break. I don't, I don't, never really have been appealed to it, I guess. It took me a while. I didn't really. I was kind of avoiding it again because everybody wanted me to watch it. And then when I sat down and watched it on Netflix, it's actually pretty pretty good. And then the last one they made was Silent Hill Revelation 3D. We talked about that. You obviously yeah. didn't think it was that great. It doubled more than doubled the money that it cost. But yeah. Only 7%, though. We, unfortunately, probably see more movies like this do okay because of the... There I am with my crotchety old man thing, but this, this is a new generation has no attention span. They don't really, they just want to see scenes that are cool. They're like, oh, I love that movie, the one part with wood. Like, how was the dialogue? Are, are, were people talking? You know, like they, you know. Yeah. So that's it for the movies based on video games. I think we can all agree that for the most part, other than a few diamonds in the rough, it's just not a good idea. So now we're on to, then we'll move on to video games based on movies. I would still like to see a Legend of Zelda movie. Isn't it about time that uh, we have a Legend of Zelda movie? Yeah, and you think they would they could do it really well. With the Twilight a la Princess, Lord of the Rings type of thing, or the Merlin TV see, show. I know. think with that, it would just be more of like a worrying about like your silent protagonist. You'd have... I mean, Link doesn't really say much except for like grunts when he's. Well, it's, an, it's, it's a video game. I mean, <laughs> yeah, except so like, for when they give you. Uh, so you the know, expectations for the character, if you're going to make him talk, what if he just doesn't sound like what everybody's envisioning because it's. Com- well, then that's why you hire Andrea Romano, the most awesome voice casting person in the business, the one that does Batman the Animated Series and every other thing you've ever seen in the last 20 years. So you'd still want it to be a cartoon then? No, not necessarily. I'm just saying. I think they could definitely do it. It's all about the character. For one thing, he'd have to look right, which he couldn't be a big, beefy guy. He'd have to be somebody kind of slight but athletic-looking, mm-hmm. like Ricky Fitness on the Aquabats Super Show. Yes, <laughs> like Ricky Fitness. All right, uh, there are so many of these, and a lot of them are kind of bastardized, incestuous things where it's video games based on movies based on video games. Like they made another video game based on the movie, not... And, and, yeah. I don't, that, that makes no sense to me, you know, like, but like Street yeah. Fighter, the movie, the video game. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. Battle, he plays John claude The new Battleship movie, there's a, a video game on it. Oh. I don't know, it's just, oh. I don't know, if it, unless really? it's classic Battleship, though. Right, G12, be, you saved my Battleship. Like, yeah, yeah. Is it just going to be that with high graphics? I doubt it. I mean, yeah, hopefully so- there's like classic mode, but I don't know. It's I mean, yeah. you would think that if they sat down <laughs> play they, online with it, they could make a good, G4. a new updated video game version of Battleship, where you get a general area based on your sonar, and then you take, you know, you shoot, and then they, you get uh, overhead reconnaissance views of whether you're hitting or missing, but you don't really know where the. I don't know. There's surely there's a way they could do it, yeah, yeah, and make it cool, way cooler than the movie. Which I don't know what's up with Taylor Kitsch. He's in that, you know, he played Gambit in the Wolverine movie. He was in John Carter. Did you see John Carter? I didn't see John Carter. I did. I loved it. it. But this guy is like box office poison. Everything he's in sucks. I mean, I don't understand it. I thought he was good as Gambit. He was only in a The problem with John Carter is they just didn't promote it right. Ooh, have you ever played Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? I missed that. I was one. ColecoVision? I don't know. (laughs) No, that was a little earlier. Beverly Hills Cop? I mean, I do remember a big run of movie-based video games uh, around the time of the Super Nintendo. I mean, look at these. Hudson Hawk, Beverly Hills Cop, Beetlejuice, Gremlins. I've, have anybody ever played these games? Heat? Mm-hmm. You ever Heat? Played? They made a video game for Heat? Did you ever play the uh, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story video game? Shut up. Yeah, see, that's crazy. That's Dragon just... Heart, Fire and Steel, X versus Sever. They made a video game out of that. I, oh, hold on. We okay. do have one hidden gem in here. Taylor Davis. So I actually talked about this on our show Save Points. Uh, Scarface, The World is Yours. 
I heard that was a good that game. That is actually a, a very good game. I played it a little bit myself. I rented it before. only played it about five days, but it was a really fun game. It's pretty much just Vice City, but you are Tony Montana. And nice. it's just plays out in the movie, What If Tony Lived? So, and that's basically what the story is. And Tony has to kill all the guys in his mansion to start off the game. And then you just have to try to rebuild your empire at that point. But you, I think, still already have your sweet-ass mansion. So <laughs> your, All your automatic weapons? Yeah, it's it's definitely a fun game. So that's, uh, what was that platform was that? I think that was, I think, PS2 maybe and okay. Xbox. It's worth checking out. I have three or four PS2s. Like, all my oh. kids have one now, you know. I will say, I have played this game and seen the movie, and they're both equally bad. The Rocketeer. You didn't like the movie? I did when I was little. I it's did when I was little. It's a great movie. I mean, it's I a Disney movie, but I've, it's a great period piece superhero Max Man movie. I thought it was great. I've watched it. But uh, no, the video game was awful. Well, I just, again, these it's most. A fifth mo- Element video game. Never played it. I'd give that a try. Yeah, because it's new enough that it might not have been that terrible. See, the problem with a lot of these is... White men can't jump. They rush the game. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Wait, it's is like it like NBA jams? Really? I don't know. Just, uh, <laughs> I want to be the Rosie Perez character. Add to my jumping attributes. Uh, but the problem with a lot of these is... God, little Nikki. This is just blowing my mind, some of these. Oh my uh, the problem God. with most of these, though, is they're really rushed. They make a rush to get these games out. They usually use a... You know, like a play system that's already been in place for one of their uh, the company's other games that's very similar. But I can't say that one of my favorite video games based on a movie is The Warriors. And I brought this up in one of our previous podcasts yeah. at some point. Uh, but if you haven't seen the movie, which is about a futuristic, well, the way people pictured the future in the early 80s and anyway, <laughs> yeah, like right. 70s, oh, no. uh, futuristic <laughs> thing where there's a, gangs basically control turf areas in New York and you don't go and somebody else is turfing. Uh, this one gang leader tries to bring all the gangs together for peace. And they're like, we can take the cops, screw those guys, can you dig it? I mean, awesome. <laughs> but the video game, great. Great. It follows the movie. It gives you enough freedom to, all, you know, yeah. just a great, just beat em ups. It's like a, like a 3D version of Double Dragon, you know. A three, nice. I think so, because it's basically street-level stuff. Yeah, I never actually did play the video game. I was a fan of the movie. I obtained it off the internet. Um, and this this might be a little bit of a guilty pleasure thing, but I really liked the video game for PS2 that was based on the first Transformers movie. I liked the be a to be a car and then change and start shooting. Like I thought that was fun for the play of it. My number one graphic about most of these games, too short. They're yeah, too short and they don't even and they don't even follow the movie, so why does it matter? They don't want to give away too much. The Iron Man game, perfect example. Fun game, great I liked playing it. I had a good time flying around and shooting things as Iron Man. But overall, as a game, I you know I really enjoy kind of pissed away fifty bucks. Or I enjoy the superhero video games, with the exception of ones that are based on the movies. It's like they have such, like you said, they're rushed. They do have such a chance to make these games great if they want to do it. Well, it's all about getting it out. You generally, I'd like to say they usually put them out right before the movie comes out, so yeah. they're generating more. More good sales. So like, yeah. mom, buy this thing. It's like, oh, I've heard of that. What's cost you? You know. But the Super Star Wars games for the Super Nintendo, those were really enjoyable. I really liked, yeah, the Star Wars games for N64 like, too. But I think Star Wars, you know, Lucasfilm, they've been making. Well, I mean, I guess if we're talking about that, then yeah, the Force Unleashed. Those aren't based on the movies, though. But yeah, the Star Wars games. I mean, I, Battlefront Two is probably my favorite video game of all time. I, I mean, is it? Yeah. It's 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 because it's the best of both. You got the ground war, and you could pick between, you know, sniper, whatever. And then in between, you got the space battle missions where you're flying every kind of ship and you, you can ever imagine. You forget about the heroes, too. You get to play as, and you just whoop ass with. Oh. Like, oh my god, just playing on uh, Mustafar with uh, Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Game over, man. I love Game it when you, you get to play as the Emperor, and he doesn't walk, he just kind of glides. He like, glides, yeah. Like, a, you know, an inch off the ground, and he's good. But who would you say is the worst hero character in that game? Hmm. I don't know. Chewbacca's kind of shitty. He's only got a bow. Chewbacca's pretty good, but yeah, the, the thing is that bow, it takes too long to charge up. It's like a yeah. boom. Yeah. I want to be, you know. Yeah, exactly. First, I thought it's you got a lot of demolition, so, too. I thought you were talking about Battlefield. I thought you said Battlefield 2. No, I didn't know you were talking about Star Wars. I thought you were just saying, like, the game Battlefield Oh, I don't know what that 2. is. 
It's yeah, sounds like Stratego. Well, it's apparently yeah, everybody. So many of those oh, Battlefield, yeah. yeah. Again, Call of Duty is another one of those franchises. Call of Duty is another one of those franchises that I just it, it got so popular and everybody liked it so much, and I'm like, it's just another first person shooter. Like it's just every there's all kinds yeah. of games like that before and after. The whole I, I just didn't. Everybody's so about it, and I just was like, eh. it was the kind of thing that once you if you haven't been playing them all, I'm not gonna start playing it now. You know. Yeah. I am excited, though, about the new Elder Scrolls Online. I don't understand how some of these movies were, you know, adapted into video games. Yeah, like, why they thought it was even a... Reservoir Dogs. Oh, that could have been awesome, though. Like, no, yeah, it was an awesome movie. How would you play that as a game? Everything that doesn't take place in the movie. You actually do the jewel heist where the cops bust in and you try to get... And your point... You're obviously... Your goal is to try to get to the continuity. You know what I mean? Like, get him... Injured into the car with Javi Cartel, get the other guy with the cop in the trunk. You play each one. I've got all kinds of ideas. Yeah. I'm not just saying. You can still do the Mr. But Blonde I'm sure that that game was nothing like what I have in my head. Again, the reason we hate most of these is because we've paid money and been so disappointed. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory video games. Uh, who, I, who are they marketing that to? I don't know, but I know who uh, they were marketing to in Land of the Dead, Road to Fiddler's Green. I played that game. It was actually pretty fun. Zombie game. Okay. So, it was, uh, I think, for the old Xbox, PS2. So, something to maybe check out, a little hidden gem. The Last Action Hero. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie about a, he's like a a movie character that comes into reality. Is there a button for one-liners? I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. That and Kindergarten Cop, you can just yes. take that. Tell me who your daddy is and what he does. The Princess Bride is a video game. Oh, really? If it's not hilarious and fun, what's yeah. I mean, what would you do there? Like, what's I would check some of these out, but again, eh, it just seems crazy, you know. And yeah. why haven't they made a good one like Planet of the Apes, the video game? Oh. How cool would that be? You land on a planet as an astronaut, your compatriots are dead. You obviously loot their bodies for whatever you can get, rations and whatever, and then you get captured by apes and you try to fight. I think that's a good idea. Plan 9 from Outer Space. Made them do a video game. Is that for real? It's on here. Plan 9 from Outer Space. Wow. I oh, don't... They made a Nightmare on Elm Street video game? Yeah, I remember oh. that. Just... Yeah, I think I did try to play that. And again, I think a lot of these that were are blowing our minds are, came out during that time. Super Nintendo was out and real hot. They made tons of movie oh. into games that were just... Can we talk about the pixelated side-scrolling things? What's that? Friday the 13th? Oh, my God. How do you win? (laughs) No, you don't. You don't don't ever win. You just walk around the whole dock all the time. You're just like, oh, Again, if if it's done right, that could be a great game. You would choose to play as a counselor, camp counselor, or as Jason Voorhees. And obviously the gameplay would be totally different because you'd be slower as Jason. You'd get, oh, you know, whatever. They actually got a game out right now that they're uh, working on, like, trying to get platforms in which you just go around trying to, like, gather clues. And the entire time you're being, like, hunted down by this, this kind of sinister figure. I can't remember the name for the life of me right now, but another Sean Jones recommendation. I think the yeah. biggest, it's not on this list, but uh, the biggest disappointment for me as far as, uh, you know, video games based on movies, and the whole thing gave me like a whole sour disposition told, towards the whole damn thing, was E.T. for the original Atari. I had that game. And How could any game for the original Atari be good, where you're like, oh, it's yeah. just like the movie. <laughs> yeah. It was the biggest disappointment for you as a kid. Galaga, though, Pac-Man, I mean, they were all great games. They don't. I don't need games based on movies. I watch movies right? to enjoy a movie. <laughs> I'm not going to play a shitty game, and E.T. was the shittiest. The red button on your one joystick controller, what does it do? Makes your neck get bigger. Like, you str- he stretches out his neck. Does that give you neck. some kind of tactical advantage? Maybe. I, like, I don't know. I no. fell in a Periscope hole. Periscope neck up. Go, go gadget neck bone. I fell in a hole. I thought stretching my neck would help him get out. No, it didn't. These guys in white suits just came along. Makes and it easier for them to snap your neck. <laughs> just, I don't know. <laughs> Horrible game. Yeah, the little Nicky thing is blowing my mind. I so just keep coming back to that because I don't they have even understand two how Two Monty Python games? I saw that. The Holy Grail and <laughs> The Meaning of Life? Those are video games? I That blows my mind. Yeah. It wrinkles my brain. <laughs> I gotta get online and find out how to get past the part on the bridge where they ask me questions. What's your favorite color? Now the Dark Crystal video game. And again, that would be- these could be great. I'm gonna say that probably none. So, ultimately, Lord of the Rings yes. games were the best 
movie translation to video games. Yeah. Yeah, definitely so. By, uh, re- I think it was Return of the King that they finally had, like, just massive just amounts of, like, enemies they can have Two. coming at you, like, up to, like, 150. Yeah. Like, that was... I really, I want to say it was the second one. Two Towers. Two Towers. Really where, good. Do you remember the siege part where you're up on top of the walls and they just keep coming with the ladders like, oh. Just does oh, yeah. What a, I mean, I just remember it being frantic and me getting real worked up playing and I thought, wow, this is what video games are supposed to be. Like, I felt like I was like, they're going to get me. You know, you get, some games are really good about that, the immersion thing, yeah. you know, where you feel you just are real into it and then, you know. The first Halo was like that with the, like the introduction of the Flood when they came along. That's the closest thing Halo has to zombies. Pretty, like I said, oh my god, I don't know what's going on. All these dead, like all the enemies are already dead before I even get here. Any closing statements there, Jordan? You know, there are the hidden gems out there. You really have to look for them. That's just like the hard part about it is just putting the time into it. Any, uh, Any games that you would like to see made in the movies? That's a pretty good question. I think I would like to, maybe Gears of War. I think that would be a great. It's already got a great story. The visuals, the big giant alien talking people. about it already. Really? Yeah. And I, I've never. I mean, you really. I like that question because I never really thought about that before. But yeah, that's Jordan. Uh well, mm, I see. Zombie enthusiast in me is gonna have to say Dead Island. I think we can do better than the video game with the movie. Well, with uh, with okay the trailers for that video game. Oh my God! The trailer was. Fucking beautiful. It was, I mean, that's probably one of the best video game trailers. It's really kind of misleading for what the game itself is, but yeah. it's just, it's a it's a good game. It's a phenomenal trailer. And uh, Dead Island Riptide is coming out, you know, later this year. Mm-hmm. All, again. So the, sequel possibilities. Yeah, the, again, the trailer just, you know. Yeah, it is. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to kind of backtrack here and talk about, because I just are coming to the forefront of my mind here, Army of Darkness. Oh, the video game? Oh, yeah. Great game. Now, it has flaws, but yeah. just to me, I bought it used for five or ten bucks. Being able to be Ash with the chainsaw and the shotgun and just the Bruce Campbell doing the voice was enough for me. The game was had major problems and was kind of weird, but Fistful, I thought it did. It, it was fun to play. Fistful of Broomstick? Fistful of Boomstick, yeah. Boomstick, yeah. Uh, also, the Spider-Man movie games. I enjoyed those. I think they've... They've done a great job, like the wall crawling and the web slinging is really good, and I enjoyed playing, and again, problems with the stories yes. within the game, but the gameplay itself, completely, yeah, you know, just fun. Spider-Man 2, just the, the web slinging was enough for me to just spend hours on end just roaming around New York City and just seeing just exactly what I could do. Yeah, you know? I agree. I, I had so much fun jumping off buildings and then web-slinging, and then yeah. I just, it was just a great, a great game. I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, so in conclusion here, I guess we could say that basically we all agree if you're going to play a video game based on a movie or watch a movie based on a video game, you should wait for it to come out on DVD or wait till you can pick it up used somewhere or copy from somebody else because it's just it's better it's to find too much risk to spend top dollar money. <laughs> yeah, to it's definitely. better to find those hidden gems for like $3 or like a flea market than spend oh, yeah. 20 bucks on a date watching. Yeah. That's all that we got for <laughs> video games based on films. A lot of bad ones, bad ones, bad ones. Bad ones, bad ones.